Hi, JJ here with The Art of Value. Here's an old idea, but has proven to be a very effective one over many decades of how to beat the market, the S&P 500 benchmark, by doing nothing, or almost nothing. It seems easy, but psychologically it's pretty hard. Let me explain. Have you ever heard of the coffee can portfolio idea? It's a classic investing idea, and it helps people hold on to stocks for a long time without selling. Author and investor Christopher Mayer talks about it in his book 100 Baggers, which is a really good book. I've covered it before in a previous episode, and I'll link to that in the description. Chris recalls that it began with a guy called Robert Kirby as a portfolio manager for Capital Group. He first wrote about the idea in the fall of 1984 in the journal Portfolio Management. So the idea harkens back to the Old West when people used to put their, their valuable positions into a coffee can and put it underneath their bed. So with stocks, the idea is simple. You buy stocks and you just leave them for 10 years or more. You don't touch them. So you have low cost and there's low management, not much to do. And the idea is that it protects us against our worst human instincts. And I think we all know what those are when it comes to the stock market. So Kirby said the idea first occurred to him in the 1950s when a client came to him whose husband had died. So she had inherited her husband's stock portfolio. And when he looked at the portfolio, which he had been tasked to manage from then on, he noticed that the husband had bought the firm's stock recommendations over many years but he had ignored their sell recommendations and only bought and just held for a long time. He put $5,000 into the firm's buy recommendations for each stock and he hadn't touched them. He'd put them into a safety deposit box and just left them alone. And of course, some of them were losing stocks. Some of them had halved, but he had some that were worth $100,000 and he had one big winner that, had, that was worth $800,000 just by leaving them alone. In case you're wondering, that big winner was a company called Hayloid. He had a small investment in a company called Hayloid, which eventually became part of Xerox, the big winner Xerox over time. What the investment manager Kirby noticed is that the investor had done better than, than the firm, better than he had done in the portfolio. And so the coffee can portfolio idea is just leaving the stocks alone, which is actually psychologically hard to do in this day and age with our smartphones, checking prices all the time. I know I, do, I know I do it too much. I'm sure you do it too much as well. The coffee can portfolio forces us to think on a longer time horizon, 10 years or more. So when we're buying a stock or a company, we think, what's this going to be like in 10 years? If I didn't touch this for 10 years, what would it be like in 10 years? So instead of trimming and rebalancing and being short-term and looking short-term earnings, we're thinking 10 years ahead. That's the basic idea of the coffee can. If you're enjoying this episode, getting value out of it, I'd appreciate it if you gave us a like on YouTube to help the channel grow. Thanks. Why don't more people hang on for a long time? Well, Chris points out that with the financial media today and social media, we're always thinking about quarterly earnings, even annual earnings. We're not thinking longer term than that. And so we're not looking at the company fundamentals and thinking about what will this be like in 10 years. We're thinking about the next quarter or the next year. And even portfolio managers, fund managers are thinking like that too. Especially Wall Street thinks like that these days. One example that he gives in the book is the company Pfizer, who I'm sure we all know. So the stock lost ground from 1946 to 1949, and it also lost ground from 1951 to 1956, which is a big, big stretches of time these days when you think about a company losing a share price for that long. However, if you had held from 1942 to 1972, you would have made 141 times your money, 141 bagger over that time. 
you just had to hold on. But if you ignored all the news and looked at the company fundamentals, you would never have sold. It was doing well. It had good return on equity. It was profitable throughout and the earnings were climbing higher over time. It's just that the stock price was a roller coaster. And so it turned out to be a good coffee can stock, but you had to just ignore all the bad news and just hold on to it. There's also an extreme example of the coffee can portfolio, one that was held for 80 years. It was Voya Corporate Leaders of America Fund. Voya took it over later, I think, so it wasn't initially Voya, but they invested in 30 major corporations in 1935. They hadn't picked a new stock since. They just set it and forget it since 1935. So it's had mergers and spin-offs along the way. Those, are the, those were the only things that changed. There were 21 names left at the end out of the 30. And some of them, of course, are no more. Some of them went out of business over that time. The fund's beaten 98% of its peers over time, even over the past 5 or 10 years. So it's beaten the S&P 500 for 40 years. It's a low-cost fund with 0.52% fees, which these days is pretty low. And they bought equal shares of 30 leading companies in 1935, and they never sold them. Chris points out that the typical fund today charges a lot, trades way too much, and doesn't beat the market. But the management, the fund manager, still makes a lot of money from the fees, whether they're doing well or not. That's just a typical fund on Wall Street these days. How do we go about identifying companies for long-term investing like that? It does have to be said that the average lifespan of companies in the S&P 500 has gone down since, since decades ago. In 1958, the average time was 51 years, and it's gone down to 20 as of 2015. So the point of looking at that historical data is, as Chris says, is there's a tension between holding on and the potential description effect of time. Jeff Bezos has even said that one day Amazon will go bankrupt. That's his idea of thinking that every day is day one. So we're always beginning, we're always on guard for what's going to happen next because one day it will. It's just a question of time, but how long will it be? To keep it going for as long as possible is the aim. Just a reminder, this isn't investment advice. I'm talking for myself, thinking through these things. I mean, I like the coffee can idea. I like the coffee can approach and I do try and think like that over what's going to be like over 10 years, not one or two. And whenever you jump online or on social media, people are talking, often just talking short term. They do sometimes talk long term with stocks like what say Tesla is going to be like in 10 years, 20 years. But the point is that people often don't act the way that they, they want to, even if they want to hold for 10 years. They might sell. Chris's reason for talking about the coffee can portfolio in his book is because it's about 100 baggers and one of the main points is to get a 100 bagger in your portfolio. One of the main things is to hold on for a very long time because there are big ups and downs in the portfolio over time. Some of the greatest companies in the past have had huge drops and just to be able to stomach those drops is one of the psychologically one of the most difficult things to do for any investor. What do you think of the coffee can portfolio? Please leave a comment if you're watching on YouTube. Tell me what you think of the coffee can. Is it something that you do? Do you think it's a good idea over a long term to help us with our human tendencies to, to think shorter term and to hit that sell button too often? One of the urges for an investor is to get a quick gain. If, it's, if you get a big quick gain is to sell and take a profit. Or if it's a loser. It's looking like a loser is just to sell out rather than just to hold on, ignore that and just hold on. Even the best investors can make mistakes by selling too soon and not holding on. 
The example given is of Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time, perhaps the greatest. He talks about his experience with Disney. Even he sold that too soon. In 1966, Buffett bought a significant amount of Disney stock at a split adjusted price of 31 cents back in those days, around a market valuation of $90 million when Disney was only worth $90 million. So it was a good decision to buy, given that it's now $102 as I looked at it, but it sold at, he sold at 48 cents per share. He didn't hold so he made 55% gain at the time, but the opportunity cost was huge. Since then, it's up 32,800%. So the point is that we're impatient. Just by nature, we're impatient. We want things to happen quickly, but they don't. Another example is of holding for a long time. We needed to hold for a long time. Very few people did. It was the example of Apple. From its IPO in 1980 to 2012, it was a 225-bagger. But those who held through that time had to withstand two drawdowns of 80%. Two, not just one, two. It was a 60% drawdown in 2008, with well, within living memory during the global financial crisis, so people had to withstand that. And also there were several drops of 40% or more. And I think we can all name companies around now that have dropped at least 40 to 60%, tech companies in particular. People had to hold Apple through a long time. And also they didn't know when people were at the IPO and well after that, people didn't know that the iPhone was coming, the iPad, the iPod. They didn't know all these products were coming. They just kind of had to have faith and just hold on. And at one point it nearly went bankrupt when Steve Jobs left. Think of all those things that people had to go through and hang on to, to get all that value from the company. I personally think that a coffee can portfolio is a good idea. It's not investment advice, as I said. It's just what my opinion. In Chris May's book, he says that 100 baggers, the study that he did, the survey that he did of many 100 baggers, is that they generally take more than 10 years, up to 20 years. And they had huge drawdowns and spikes as well. But you just had to hold and ignore bad news and just look at their fundamentals and just leave it for a long time. If you've got value out of this video, if you've enjoyed it, please consider subscribing if you're watching on YouTube or if you're in your favorite podcast app, subscribe or follow whatever it allows you to do. And I'll see you next time.